Hi friend, I'm Rick Pasquale. I know God has a word for you today. As you listen, let God speak to you. He loves you and he has a great plan for your life. Now join us live for our service. As we look at 1 Chronicles 4.9, our verse for this month, it says Jabez was more honorable than his brothers. His mother had named him Jabez, saying, I gave birth to him in pain. Now, how would you like your mom to say, I'm naming this kid pain because from the time he came, he was a pain. Then Jabez cried out to the God of Israel, Oh, that you would bless me and enlarge my territory. Let your hand be with me. Keep me from harm so that I will be free from pain. And God, say it with me, granted his request. You see, Jabez prayed to God. He cried out to him. Jabez asked God to help free him from the pain of his past. That label of pain his mother had given him. The shame and negativity that was on his life. I can imagine that every single one of us in this room, so I want you to know you're not alone. Every single one of us at some point in time has felt shame, felt like you were a burden, felt like someone had spoken bad of you. But I want you to know what matters is what God thinks. Amen? I want you to know that what matters is what God thinks. But Jabez prayed to God. You have to do your part. He cried out to him. Jabez asked God to help him be free from the pain of his past. That label that his mom had given him. God is saying, I want you to be free of the labels that somebody put on you. You are not the label. Amen? You are not the label. You are who God says you are. You are amazing. He asked God to enlarge his territory. I want you to think this morning about the territory in your mind. Yes, we have a tent, and I'm going to refer to that in a little bit. But I also want you to say, God, this is my territory. This is my territory, my heart. Enlarge my territory. You know, they say sometimes if you've loved and hurt or loved and lost, then you don't want to love anymore. That's really sad. Because God wants us to love and love and love and love and love. Amen? Amen. Keep loving. God will do that. He asked God to enlarge his territory, to expand his influence, and to bless him. So if you're going to enlarge a territory, a space, a tent of existence, this is my existence, this is my tent, so to speak, and you begin to grow... Anybody ever felt like they were growing? <laughs> Not just physically, but emotionally or whatever, right? <laughs> I always feel like I grew after Christmas. Um, you know there's more, and you have to expand the stakes. You need tools for your tent, right? I can't put this tent up by myself. I tried. That didn't work. I had to get Christian, and that didn't work. I had to get Audrey, and so it took like six of us to get it up and put in a place where it wouldn't do too much damage. You need these tools to help you expand, and you need people. Look at somebody and say, I need people. I need people. Building alone is not the best. Building alone is not the best. I can tell you. I'm going to use my notes, okay? But 
if I'm over here in this tent by myself and anything goes wrong, I don't have anybody to help me. If I'm over here in this tent and everything's going right, I don't have anybody to share it with. That's why we have this growing group of ministry team captains who can help us. So as you're thinking about life and who is doing life with you, remember, there's no one to encourage you in your time of need if you're alone. There's no one who can be touched by your influence if you're alone. It's not even God's plan. From the beginning of time, God made two people, Adam and Eve, man and woman. God has something for each and every one of us. I am thankful that my husband encourages my giftings, that the Lord encourages my giftings, because our giftings are different. But God has a plan for each of us. I'm going to give you four points this morning, points for you to examine your tools, to enlarge your thinking, to expect God to increase your influence. So every tent needs a bucket. Now, I have this little bucket because I can imagine that you can probably imagine that you could do a lot of things with this bucket at your tent. Did anybody ever hear of the bucket list? Raise your hand if you've had a bucket list. Okay, so a bucket list is something I think it was coined by a movie, but it's really those things that I want you to think about. What's been on your bucket list? I can tell you, for me, one of my things was to be in Italy. I'm achieving that. Yay, that's on my bucket list. Uh, to have grandkids. I have that. Yay, I have my grandkids. What is on your bucket list? I want you to think about that for a minute. Each of you was given a piece of paper that you probably sat on, a little small piece of paper that says, what's in your bucket? This morning, if you have a pen, I want you to get your pen out. And I want you to look at that little bucket list. And I want you to think about what are those things that you've been thinking, if I could have or do, this would be on my bucket list. I'm going to give you a minute to do that. What's in your bucket list? I'm going to keep going, but I want you to write a couple things down, okay? Now, I want to ask you something. Does that include asking God what he wants for you? Mm. I have a feeling that when we started our bucket list, it was kind of like, this is for me, God. I'm asking you the things that are for me. I want you to do this for me, God, right? We don't realize that this is actually pretty small. You got to have dreams. And you need tools for your dreams. But if you want God's favor, you have to live God's ways. If you want God's favor, you have to live God's ways. And I want to say to you that the size of your supply will dictate the expansion of your blessing. The size of your supply will dictate the expansion of your blessing. Now, if I could have, I would have had a big, giant bucket on this stage this morning, but I don't have that. But I also want you to know that in this bucket, maybe there were things like it was unhealthy. Maybe there was things that I felt like I'm not forgiven, so I'm trying to run away 
from that feeling of not being forgiven. Maybe I've been hopeless. And I'm trying to just say, I just want hope. I want to go to the sea. I love the sea. I want to go to the beach. I want to do some things. And I don't want to think about anything else. So I'm saying to you this morning, look down at that bucket list that you have on your lap or in your hand. Look at it for a moment. Examine your bucket. We can't do this if we're not willing to examine our bucket. I want you to know that the Holy Spirit is here to reveal truth to you. Pastor Rick and I want you to grow in Christ. We want you to expand your faith walk. I want you to walk in victory regardless of the circumstances. But I can't walk your walk for you. Pastor Rick can't walk your walk for you. You have to decide. God, here's my bucket. You know the reasons why these things are in here. You know how tired I am and I just want Fair Augusto to come. Whatever it might be. But God, I want to examine what is in my bucket. Psalm 139.23 says, Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts. Know my thoughts, my concerns, the things that I think about. We don't realize that, I want to say to each and every one of us, some of us have decided to live for Jesus. Amen? Amen? I hope most of us have decided to live for Jesus in this room. But the week comes, Monday comes, Tuesday comes, Wednesday comes, Thursday comes, and suddenly I am not thinking about being a faith follower. I am reacting to the circumstances. I want you to know that when you ask God to enlarge the territory, expand your thinking, that regardless of the circumstance, your faith is not going to plummet. In fact, when confronted with that most difficult thing, if you have faith in your bucket, if you have examined it and searched your thoughts, you're not going to worry. You're going to say, bring it on, devil. I got Jesus on my side. Amen? Amen. We have to examine our ways our thoughts, our patterns of doing life, and our habits of responding to circumstances. I want you to break the fear. And you can't do it, but Jesus can. I want you to allow Jesus to break the barriers of fear and doubt and sickness and things that rear their ugly head at us and say, with my God, I can do all things. Amen. Amen. So I do want to give you a checklist this morning because I could preach and say, yay, God's going to expand our bucket and it's awesome. But if you're not walking it out and you're in turmoil, maybe I need to say check your heart. Check your heart. Here's what you need to do. How's my prayer life? How's my prayer life? If my prayer life is short, I can get depressed. Because I can't pray about the power of Almighty God and stay depressed. I put that down when I begin to pray. So how's your prayer life? How's my daily time in the Word, in the Bible? When I say, I can't, I can't, I can't, they hate me, they hate me, they hate me. I pull out my Bible and I see that it says, For God so loved the world and I'm in the world. So He loved me and gave His life for me. I love you. And I've accepted the responsibility and the blessing and the privilege of serving as your pastor and as your, some of you, as your mama in the Lord, as your sister in the Lord. But I want to say to you this morning, examine your bucket. Is your private life a secret? 
or is it open for inspection? Hmm. <laughs> it's hard to say amen on that one, isn't it? See, you can't have, here's my Sunday life, God. Ah, oh, yes, God is good. God is awesome. Woohoo! And here's my private life. There's a reason why I'm depressed. And there's a reason why I'm hopeless. And there's a reason why I have all this anxiety. You see, you have to give God all the parts of your life. You have to give God all the parts. He's trustworthy. He loves you. He will not hurt you. He has plans to prosper you. What do I watch on TV, YouTube, and the Internet? And I mean it. I love you. But if you're watching stuff about witchcraft and vampires and bloodthirsty adulterers, what is that that's going into your head? What is that that's going into your mind? I, we have to, if we're going to go to a new territory, if we're going to expand our faith, we can't watch all that stuff that says, oh yeah, this is okay. It isn't okay. God wants us to live holy and pure and righteous, but he wants to do it with us. He's not asking us to do it by ourselves. What do you listen to? And maybe I should say, who do you listen to? Pastor Rick says it often that he likes to be around people that speak faith and encourage him because we need one another. If there, my daughters and I have this thing we call negative Nancy. If negative Nancy starts talking, I hope there's no Nancys in the room. I think you're wonderful if you are. Nancy, if you're watching, you're not negative. God has delights in you. But who is listening to you? And who are you listening to? And where do you go when you need to be encouraged? I have people all the time saying, well, Pastor Jen, I'm just not sure about what I'm supposed to do. And, you know, I've been talking with people that are really speaking into my life. And I'm like, okay, well, that's great. Do they know Jesus? No, but I'm not talking to them about the church stuff. I'm talking to them about something else. Listen, if you're a child of God, the people that speak into your life, I mean about your life, that needs to be people that are full of the Holy Spirit full of faith, full of the word of God that can give you sound biblical doctrine so that you make good choices full of faith. I'm not saying we don't live in the world and minister to people that haven't got all their faith walk in line yet. We certainly do. But no matter where you are in your journey, and we're all on a journey, no matter where you are, God wants to be right there with you. There's not this part of the journey, they are so much better, and this part of the journey, they're still babies. Listen, I've seen babies that are stronger and more mature than old people. I mean, I've seen these kids and, and heard them and sat with them a couple weeks ago when they quoted to me all the books of the Bible and all the 16 doctrines of faith that we believe in the assemblies of God, and I saw tears streaming down their face as they said, yes, I want to serve Jesus for the rest of my life. You don't have to be old to be mature in God. You don't have to be a long-time Christian to be mature in God. You've got to have a prayer life. You've got to stay in the Word. And you've got to be careful what you do and who you listen to. Amen? 2 Corinthians 13.5 says, Examine yourselves to see whether you are in the faith. Examine yourself. Test yourself. Do you not realize that Christ Jesus is in you? Unless, of course, you fail the test. Those aren't my words. That is the literal word of Holy Scripture from God. I don't want to fail the test. I want to examine myself and say, God, keep me pure. So I want you to examine your thinking. Number three, if you're going to grow and enlarge your territory, you have to empty this bucket, right? 
So you have to say, I am going to leave these things. At the end of service, you're going to see this is our altar area. And I want you to literally, on your small bucket list, you can choose how you're going to do it. But I want you to say, God, I want to empty this. I don't want this stuff into me anymore. I want it out of me. I don't want it in me. I don't want to be influenced by it. I am emptying the bucket. Now I have to grab a giant-sized barrel. And I know you're thinking, that's not a barrel. You're right. And I know you're thinking, Pastor Jen, that has holes in it. You're right. But as I got it and looked at it, I thought, wow, this is the kind of bucket that I want to have. Because when I begin to pour in what God says, hope, favor, health, joy, love, I begin to put these things in here. Guess what happens? I leak. I leak. I don't leak depression and anxiety. I leak faith. I leak joy. I leak love. The atmosphere that comes around me begins to be the atmosphere of heaven. So this morning, I want you to say, God, give me a big old bucket that has holes in it. And I'm going to fill it up week after week, day after day. I want to leak for Jesus. Amen? So Isaiah 54.1 says this. I want you to know. We bring these things to God and we say, you can have it all. You can have it all because his ways are higher and he is for me. Isaiah 54.1 and 1 through 3 says this. Shout for joy, O barren woman, who bears no children. Break forth into song and cry aloud, you who have never travailed, because more are the children of the desolate woman than of her who has a husband, says the Lord. Verse 2, talking about prophetically even the body of Christ, the church. Enlarge the sight of your tent. Ooh, wouldn't it be awesome if I could stretch this out over here? I wish I could have done it, but I couldn't. If I could stretch it out over here, and what if I could knock that wall out? And stretch it back there? And what if I could lift off the ceiling as much as I love our neighbors above us, but we didn't have anybody above us saying, shh, it's quiet time. It's afternoon. Don't make noise. What if I could branch it out and knock it off? What if I could let this thing overflow where it was just constantly overflowing like a giant waterfall? Enlarge the sight of your tent. Stretch out the curtains of your dwellings. Do not hold back. Lengthen your ropes and drive your stakes deep. You have to have deep stakes when you expand your thinking. And verse 3 says, For you will spread out to the right and the left. Your descendants will dispossess the nations and inhabit the desolate cities. I want you to look at Romans 15, 13. This says, May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him. Say, as I trust. He's going to fill me with joy and peace, not before, as I do it, as I trust in him. Why? So that you may overflow with hope by myself. No, by the power of the Holy Spirit. He is real. He is living and active and, and working in our lives. So this morning, I am going to make a few declarations to you. The first one is, this is a word for favor that I believe God has given to me for our body. That this is not a one-way relationship where God does all the work. This is not a one-way relationship. 
Jabez cried out to God, and God granted his request. He wants to bless you, but you've got to bless him. You've got to bless him in your tragedy. You've got to bless him in your testing, and you've got to bless him in your triumph. If you forget any one of those times to bless him, you're missing out on what God wants, you, wants from you. He will make a way. He is a promise keeper. Your past will no longer have power over your present. That disease does not determine your destiny. That's for somebody in this house more than one. That disease does not determine your destiny. It may have seemed like you were on pause, but he's producing his purpose in you. You're not on pause. If you're walking with Jesus, he's got you going exactly the right way at the right time. Trust his timing. Don't get ahead of him. Don't get behind him. Don't go without him. Trust his purpose. He has set you in this place so you will have a front row seat to his promises. I'm not just talking about this place. I'm talking about the place where you are. He has set you in that place. He set me in that place in that hospital waiting room when the doctors came out and said, we had to stop the surgery. We're aborting it because your husband's going to die and we didn't prepare you for that. He set me in that place so that I would be a witness to his promise fulfilled. He didn't die. He didn't lose his ability to speak. He's healed in the name of Jesus, and we thank God for that. Amen? You get it? This is where amazing happens. In the hard place, amazing happens. In the big tent, amazing happens. In the easy place, amazing happens. When I got my family with me, amazing happens. When I don't have anybody with me, amazing happens. Because I have Jesus, this is where amazing happens. He is about to show up and shower down upon you. He has been waiting for you to grab hold of his hand so he can heal your heart. These aren't just words. I believe it. I've experienced it. I've witnessed it. God is ever changing me, ever molding and healing my heart where it needs healing. As you release your pain, he's going to release his power. As you release your pain, stop holding on to it. See these things right here? This is pain. This is betrayal. This is circumstance. Let that go. That's part of the small bucket. Say, God, fill me to overflowing so that I can trust in you. As you begin to express his blessing, he's going to expand his bounty. Amen. Amen? I mean, if I knew I was going to get some bounty from heaven, wouldn't I start saying, bless the Lord, oh, my soul, and all that is within me? Can somebody bless his name right now? Bless the Lord, oh, my soul, and all that is within me. Hallelujah. As you begin to saturate heaven with your praise, the king of heaven is going to saturate you with the holy rain. I believe it. So we're going to enlarge the bucket. We're going to have big God-sized dreams. And we're going to watch God do amazing things. And in the midst of building your tent, expanding your territory, enlarging your legacy, God will make a way. That's why there are children learning about legacy. That's why there are teens learning about legacy. That's why the ministry team captains range in age from teenagers to those of us who don't want to tell you how old we are. Because God loves every generation. Amen? He loves every generation. He wants us to be bold and have faith and expect the goodness of God. Do you expect the goodness of God? Mm. Do you expect the goodness of God? He is a good God. The world wants to tell you he's not good. 
He's not just. Oh, look what God did. Look what God let happen. Life happens. It rains on the just and the unjust. God's people get sick and people who don't know Jesus get sick. God's people die and people who don't know Jesus die. Don't let the enemy twist your mindset. That's shrinking your territory when you do that. God is a good God, and he wants good things for each of us, and I believe it with everything that is within me. John 14, 12, Jesus talking says, Truly, truly, I say to you, whoever believes in me, say whoever. Whoever believes in me will also do the works that I do. And, say and. And greater works than these will he do because Jesus saying, I'm going to the Father. I'm going to be standing at the right hand of God right now, making intercession on your behalf. I know what you're going through, and I'm talking to the Father about you. But guess what? When you have Jesus inside of you, you can do greater works than Jesus did on this earth. What if you laid hands on somebody who was deaf and their ears opened? I've seen it happen. What if you touched someone's knee that was hurting and they healed? What if someone told you they needed a job and you prayed and they got the job next week? That's the faith of Jesus working and active in your life. God wants to use you that way, but you've got to expand your tent of thinking. So I'm going to say to you this morning, and Pastor Rick is going to share this next week, and we are going to have it in your hands later. That when we enlarge the bucket, we have to make a declaration. And this is the declaration. This is my declaration. I do believe that this is a prophetic word for you. I hope that you will get it next week, that you will put it in your Bible, you will put it on your phone, you will put it, you will read it, you will declare it, because God said that he wants to be with us. And so this is what I am declaring for my bucket, for my bucket that's going to overflow. This is what I am declaring for our church family, that we will overflow, that we will have more than one service, and we will have more than one building, and we will have multiple ministries because it's for God's glory. It's because we're touching people's lives, and they're changing, and we're having things like a fun friend party last night that we had over 100 people at laughing because the joy of the Lord is our strength. So this is the declaration that the rivers of living water will overflow refreshing upon me and all those I love. That Jesus will expand my thinking and eliminate my doubts. I'm going to slow down a little bit for the translation. I'm going to try again. That Jesus will expand my thinking and eliminate my doubts. Enlarge my faith talk. Envelop me with his love and grace. He will educate and elevate my influence. He will empower me with his supernatural Holy Spirit. Somebody say amen. He will enable me to tread upon the serpent's head and expose the enemy's virus and evict the enemy's germs and defeat and sin will be defeated in Jesus' name. He will encompass, oh, come on. He will encompass round about me a holy vanguard of angels on my behalf. Do you know God is putting a holy vanguard of angels around you? You're not doing this alone. You speak the name of Jesus and everything has to bow. You don't know what to pray? Somebody say Jesus. Come on. You can say it. I don't care what language you say. You could say Jesus. When you speak the name of Jesus, 
a holy vanguard of angels begins to war on your behalf. You don't have to pray loud. You don't have to pray long. It's not you. It's the power of heaven. It's the power of Jesus. And I picture that holy vanguard of angels around about me and those I love, including you here today, saying, God, he wants to do something amazing in your life. He will encompass me. He will exceed my expectations and establish my mentalities to believe God for the miraculous. My roots will go deep and my legacy will reach wide for the cause of Christ. Enlarge our territory. Overflow and enlarge our faith. Come on, somebody. Expand our legacy. This is where amazing happens. I want you to get on your feet. I want you to stand this morning. I want you to recognize that you are going to take your empty, small bucket thinking and you're going to pour out these barriers of the past and you're going to run to Jesus with your giant size. I can't contain it. I can't spread my arms big enough, wide enough for it to overflow that he will enlarge your spiritual thinking. He will increase your capacity to believe in what God wants to do. He will examine every part of your life and say, you are my beloved. You are my beloved. I have not forgotten your name. You, you might have been birthed in pain. You might have been labeled shame. But God, Jesus, came to wipe away all those labels. He came to say, that is small thinking. That is in the past. Thank you for listening. I pray that you heard from God today. And today I want to say a prayer with you. You need to make sure Christ lives in your life. So would you please say this prayer with me? Dear Lord Jesus, I'm sorry for my sins. And I pray right now that you will come into my heart and into my life. And from this day forward, for the rest of my life, I will live for you. The things I was doing that were sin, I'm going to stop doing. Because you've just changed my life. And I thank you, Lord, for answering this prayer. In Jesus' name, amen. I know that if you've said that prayer today that you're going to have a life change. Things are going to be incredibly different for your life, and we'd love to help you. So if you would go to our website, icfrome.org, and make contact with us, I'd love to give you some information and get you connected to a church. Remember, God loves you, and he has a plan for your life. Bless you.